You are listening to Jim and, and Bob, Bob work, work from home. From home. Two of my children are stranded at home trying to make home be the workplace. And of course, Jim and Barb will be laughing at each other's jokes. <laughs> Your laughter is up to you. Enjoy. <laughs> Like the you like the uh, little bit there where mom. <laughs> I every time it caught you. It, caught you, it tickled your fancy. Every single time she goes, Jim and Bar, they'll, they'll be laughing at each other's jokes. I, I just start to giggle. Your laughter is up to up you. To you. <laughs> That's a good one too. I'm still <laughs> impressed. I'm still impressed. Welcome, welcome everybody to Jim and Bob Work From Home, the podcast where we spend a half hour talking about the intro uh, that our mom recorded for us two years ago now. uh, More than two years. Now, podcast hasn't hasn't been around for that long. She didn't record it initially. Uh, uh, The podcast has been around for longer than two years, my good dude. I'm your good dude? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because like the last one was our two-year anniversary. Hold All on. Right. Okay. I'm going. Um, well, I don't expect you to go but look at every previous episode, and I don't expect you to go figure out which one uh, we had mom record the intro for. That doesn't track. You don't track. That's not the I point. I thought maybe, maybe I, Jim, I'm wrong. <laughs> oh my, oh my stars and garters. <laughs> Write it down on the calendar, Jim. Okay, so my recollection, didn't we start this podcast the night Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Like we did our first podcast and then it was like right afterwards, like literally we were wrapping up saying goodbye and it was like, Oh damn, Ruth Gator Ginsburg, Ruth Gator Ginsburg died. Try again. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it, Barb. (laughs) Ruth Gator. Ruth Gator Binsberg. <laughs> I am stone cold sober. Welcome to Friday night, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All right. Didn't what didn't we start the day Ruth Bader Ginsburg died? I don't recall. Her Barb, date of her I date. T- you couldn't, you could just, I time, space. Fine. These are things that have become immaterial. <laughs> These are the, the journeys of the Star Trek Enterprise. It's the Starship Enterprise. I. Friday night. <laughs> Barb's feeling all right. It's, it's been a week, Jim. It's <sighs> been a week. Okay. It has I'm, been. 
Maybe. It is finally nice outside, and I... Did you, how's, how's that patio? Oh, it's so nice, Jim. I do... I, I I have reinvigorated my I need appropriate patio furniture search. Um, All right. So I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure where I'm going to end up with it. But it's just like I, I, the, I, the only thing I have out there is my George Foreman grill, my dead plants that I dot, that, that I murdered last summer that just mm-hmm. sat there, and then my little bench that sort of stores my extra soil and other things that's just, it's, it's too tiny and I can't actually put like, you can't sit on it. It's just like a storage bench. Um, but so I don't have any like seating out there and I need seating out there. Yeah. But I don't know what I want to get. And it's not like I just have a yard where I can buy a bunch of stuff. Probably need to go to a Lowe's or a Home Depot and, uh, Look at what's available. Probably see see what they might have and kind of poke around. Yeah. Um, do you have like a big lots? Yeah, we do. We've got a big lots. Big lots has uh, like uh, patio furniture and stuff, seasonal stuff that's uh, pretty affordable usually. Hmm. All right. Well, friends. Local to the Twin Cities metropolitan area, um, if you would like to take your favorite barb to Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards, and or Big Lots to go search out some patio furniture, yeah, I will even make sure to measure my patio beforehand Ooh. to make sure it would fit. That is, that's exciting. So just let me know and we'll um, have an adventure. Make you make some magic happen. Make some magic, baby. Um, yeah, yeah. We got um, we got our first warm day here as well. Very uh, nice. Broke into the eighties. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, like, is it legitimately like the first time you've broken into the eighties? Because yes. we were in the nineties yesterday. No, this is. The, this is the first time, Barb. Uh, we have been using the heated mattress pad. What? Uh, up until um, about uh, Wednesday, it has been chilly, and so obviously this sort of a massive temperature swing uh, coming in uh, means that you know it's just like weird and muggy and barometric pressure, but. Yeah, wow. it hit us hard, and uh, it's gonna it's going back down again. Not as far down. I think we're done. I think we can uh, put away the the heated mattress pad now. But okay. yeah, it okay. it was a lot chillier than it uh, uh, probably should have been. But now we're we're back into back mid-May. in it. Yeah. So our last couple of days have been. Uh, Wild swings from 90 degrees to um, flooding is basically what it boils down to. Okay. Um, We have had torrential downpours where there's um, 
So Wednesday, Jim, ask me what I did on Wednesday. What did you do on Wednesday, Barb? Well, I went out to dinner with my friend on Wednesday. Hi, Robin. Um, And I was going to just go and get like a fast burger. And she was like, no, let's go to this other place. I was like, sure, cool. Let's go to that place. Um, It started raining. And by raining, mm-hmm. I mean, before it started raining, the tornado sirens uh, started. Ooh. And so everyone in the restaurant that was by windows, they moved them. Um, and then it was a delight because then we saw two separate couples who left the restaurant with the tornado sirens going on. And Rob okay. and I just both kind of looked at each other and went, huh, Okay. Um, and then it started torrentially downpouring and it was Uh so much water so quickly. It was just inches upon inches of standing water. Like eventually in the restaurant, uh, sorry, no, not in the restaurant on the street. Okay. Um, because eventually it was like, we got to go home. And if it's like, like it was sort of like, it wasn't a lull by any means, but it wasn't like. Raining cats and dogs, you could actually see. Did you the know? sirens stop sirening? They did, they did stop sirening. Um, and it was sort of one of those moments of like, if we don't go now, we're probably going to be stuck here until like 1030. So maybe we try. I was smart and I brought an umbrella because I was like, if I bring an umbrella into the restaurant, I'm not going to need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did indeed actually need it because it was still raining at a fairly good clip. Um, it was it was raining so hard that there was just like inches upon inches of standing water to the point of uh, I was wearing short pants to begin with. And the water was like up over my ankles and like my Crocs were being real slippery uh, as I was trying to walk on the road to my car because I was walking down the middle of the road because I wasn't totally sure where the sides were and I wasn't going to like try to step off a side and somehow hit like a drain or something and get sucked under. I, I like, <laughs> I couldn't see where, what, what was under the water or how fa- how many inches the water was. So I was just like, I'm going to walk in the middle of the street. And so that's what I did. Got in my car, drove home. Probably shouldn't have driven home, Jim. And it's not because I was drunk or anything. Um, Okay. It was because there was still so much standing water everywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hit corner, corner, bridge, corner. I hit six different areas where I probably shouldn't have driven my car through that much water. Is what right. it boils down to. Um, yeah. Like now, why, Barb? You're you're a, a reasonably intelligent person. Uh, I'd like to think so sometimes. Why did you even go out if the the weather was? I, I can't imagine that this was a surprise. Okay. No. I imagine that this was uh, threatening weather. So, um, and that your phone likely even gave you a a alert about um, uh, heavy rain uh, happening 
and uh, warnings and watches uh, and it, those sorts of things. It eventually did, yes. Um, I would just like to say uh, in, in, in what little defense of these actions I can, um, the weather was saying that this was supposed to be raining like Tuesday night, Tuesday uh-huh. morning, uh-huh. to to late like, no so Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, and then by Wednesday evening it still wasn't raining. So I was like, it just keeps getting pushed farther and farther. So I was like, it'll probably just keep getting pushed farther and farther, and maybe miss us all together. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was wrong. Um. Uh, so I, yeah, there were, there were a couple points in time where I was very concerned that I was like, oh God, I just have to keep going through this very large lake I am now driving through because I feel like if I stop in any way, shape or form, I might flood my engine. Uh, but I successfully made it home. Okay. Uh, more successfully, I was able, I drove my car on Thursday to make sure that everything was still in working order. Uh, and it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drove it around the block during my lunchtime because I was like, I just need to double check. Um, the brakes were a little bit squeaky, but that is very common after there's any kind of rain. Right. Uh, so it wasn't out of the, like, I had my radio off. I was listening because I was waiting to hear or something to happen. Um but it was it was okay. And then I drove it today and it was 100% fine. Yeah. Which makes me very happy. Yeah. Um because by the time I got home on Wednesday, I did not realize it. I had been driving and my whole entire body was just like one giant clenched muscle and I didn't <laughs> realize it until I like tried to like peel my hands off my steering wheel. And then I was like, oh. I was, and 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 then I, I, I was like, oh, my shoulders are basically at my ears. I need to like. Yeah. 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 Like focus on, on decompressing. So um, I still like the rain though. That's well, yeah. The rain's good. It, uh, you know, if you had, partially living plants on that patio uh they would have had a good chance uh, to get some moisture i mean what i feel like they would have gotten too much moisture and would have just drowned hey that that's between you and your own fictional plants barbara i mean that's true they are fictional so yeah so that's exciting um But so it's like a a delicious balmy like 70 right now and it's supposed to be like this for the coming week. Okay. So I'm going to try to spend as much time as possible outside. I'm going to go outside for breakfasts. I'm going to go outside for lunches. I'm going to try to go for walks every day. I'm going to try to find patios to sit on. Breakfast? I mean like when I'm having breakfast at home, like go hang out on my patio. Okay. I, I thought you were you were going to be like going out to fancy breakfast spots. Um, oh, 
I don't wake up early enough to go to fancy breakfast spots and still get to work on semi-reasonable time. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a... Yeah, I got to figure out our uh, uh, yard situation and probably uh, do a little a little mow. Oh, uh, start and get a little no mow may. Are are you familiar with no? I've heard this. I've heard this thing. It seems silly. You're silly. Uh, There's the. The actual information that I have seen from actual scientists is that um, as long as the weather is consistently above 50 degrees, uh, you can do whatever the heck you want. Um, Once you hit that point, um, any sort of bees, spiders, healthy pollinators, uh, good uh, plants... Uh, they've all sort of uh, come uh, to fruition and are uh, where they need to be. And uh, putting an arbitrary uh, month uh, is just a little, you know, it's it's uh, it's Facebooky, it's it's memey, it's uh, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. You're an arbitrary month. That is incorrect. Your Facebooky. I am on Facebook. That is correct. Your meme me. I have attempted to make memes. That is correct. This is the love. This this is just apparently where I'm living t- today, okay. Jim. I don't know what's going on, and so I'm just going to apologize in advance. No, that's good. This is good, Barb. This is. Hey, it. Uh, it was Mother's <laughs> Day. It was Mother's Day, and do you want to know what our mother did, Jim? She ran away. She abandoned us. Hey, I'm not. I'm not complaining. It means that uh, we didn't have to like. Okay, do first anything. off, y- you don't do anything, anyways. You're in Boston. I mean, okay, yes. I take that back. I take that back. It's not that you don't do anything. You're not here physically yeah, to do I, anything, right? So, so it doesn't matter where she is, but like. I have a gift for her and everything. And I was like, hey, mom, what are we going to do for Mother's Day? And they were like, haha, we're not in the state. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They were going away. Um, so, yeah, so for Mother's Day, our, our mother abandoned us and, and went on vacation with our dad. <laughs> Because apparently she likes him better than her children. Yeah, well, that you're supposed to. That's 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 a thing that uh, uh, another thing that Facebook and the memes get wrong is yes, you're you're not supposed to be best friends with your kids, Barb. I mean, I feel like when you hit a certain age. And no. your children hit a certain age. No. You can be friends. Like, you don't I have just, to be best friends. Right. But you should, uh, if you're continuing to be married with a person, right. you should always have a tighter bond with the person that you are currently married to. Correct. Than any of your offspring. Uh, I will say that is accurate. I will agree with that statement. So there we go. And and our mother is fulfilling that. 
it's almost like we had some positive role models Who on how knew? to have uh, a productive and loving relationship. Healthy, healthy adult relationships. It's wild. Wild. Uh, but Barb, we are burning. We're burning tape here. Uh, I don't consider this burning. This is this? quality content right here, Jim. Tape? This is what our listeners crave. Do you know how much time <laughs> is money? Money is time. I mean, we're almost 22 minutes into this bad boy, and I basically spent all of that talking about driving in rain. Yeah. I'm not mad. Purple rain, you might say. Purple rain, purple rain. Are you voting, speaking of purple, Barb? Yeah. Yes, Jim? Uh, are, you, are you supporting uh, Grimace for Minnesota? What? Grimace for Minnesota. I, 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 the, individually, I know what those words mean. Yes. In a sentence like that, I have complete lack of context. Um, so Grimace. Is Grimace running for state senate? Grimace, who you, who you may know as a uh, fictional uh, McDonald's character. Uh-huh. He's the big purple guy. Um, yes, the big purple guy is... Is he trying uh, to dethrone Ronald McDonald and change them from McDonald's to Grimace's? No. He oh. is... He, is running for uh, elected office in the state of Minnesota by proxy. How uh, um, how is this not something I am aware of that is going on? Uh, so Grimace, I live in Minnesota. Grimace uh, number four MN on Twitter. <sighs> you know he he's not he's not red, he's not blue, he's purple. He's for the people. Grimace for Minnesota. Oh, he's running for governor. Is is Grimace, uh, do we know what Grimace's pronouns are? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, does it matter? I, I, I mean, I just want to make sure I'm using them appropriately. I think you just go with they, them. Then you're never wrong. I, um... I agree with that statement. I'm my my I am flummoxed currently <laughs> by the website, which is just literally website coming soon. Grimace for governor. Let me tell you a story about the about the place that I grew up. Burgers, lots of burgers. Hmm. I see. I didn't know that the I didn't know that the Grimace campaign had a website. I only knew about the Grimace campaign from Twitter. Uh, Jim, we can send the Grimace campaign an email and or actual physical mail. Hmm. Or you could just tweet it at the Grimace campaign as well. I mean, that's also, uh, probably a valid thing to do. How did you come across this? I f- Barb, don't question. You don't even live in the state of Minnesota, Jim. Don't question the answers. Why do you know Just, what's going on in the state of Minnesota, and you don't you don't even live here anymore? My spies are. I'm everywhere. sorry. You have spies. Is this like spy v spy? What? Spy v spy. Spy versus spy. It was Why the would black you say v. 
Because are, are you hip? Are you are you young and hip? And is this what the young kids are saying? Spy obviously, v spy. Obviously, Jim. Get with the times. When I was growing up, Barb, it was spy versus spy. You pronounced <sighs> every part of that. Too many syllables. <sighs> you kids taking away all the good syllables. I was literally just going to respond with BYOB. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I feel like I'm going to need to do some investigating into Grimace for Minnesota. Yeah. Um, um, there's a, a uh, you can find um, it's on uh, the SoundCloud uh, for the Grimace for Minnesota campaign. Uh, they did it. His representative, uh, Grimace's representative, did a, a, a radio interview and talked oh, really? about... Uh, what what Grimace stands for. And what does Grimace stand for? Shakes. Shakes? I mean, burgers. I like shakes. I like burgers. Um, having conversations. Over shakes and burgers? Lorem Ipsum. What? Lorem Ipsum. It, 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 uh, it's a one te- of the thing, Latin? It's, it's one of the things that the Grimace campaign stands for, Barb. What does that what does that mean translated into English? It means absolutely uh what you need it to mean. Um Barb, we're we we're way off track here. Uh we on the Jim and Barb podcast, Jim and Barb work from home podcast, uh we have to have a topic because if we don't have a topic, we won't know what to name the episode. I mean, it feels like we found our topic, Grimace for Minnesota. Neither of us have done uh, appropriate uh, research to really bring this topic home. Um, so maybe, maybe we record a follow-up, a special Grimace for Minnesota episode. I mean, can we find Grimace's representative? And try to engage them to join us. You're the social media uh, marketing guru. So if this is a thing you want to try to do, I am not going to say no. Okay. (laughs) Um, I am, uh, I guess, challenge accepted. I, I just opened up a whole new world to you, Barb, and I apologize. Ah, oh, I don't. Oh man. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Conti- continue with 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 your spiel, Jim. I mean, my spiel was: we need a topic, and we need to talk about a topic, so we can put that as the title of the podcast episode. And at this point, anybody who's still listening to this podcast episode (laughs) after clicking on it, uh, assuming that we might get to the topic, they would be very disappointed in us. Um, So, Barb, you said you had a topic. I do. Is it Um, it a good topic or is it a Barb topic? I... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, yes. All right. All right. Solid start. So now that I'm thinking, I don't think we have talked about this particular topic. Okay. I, I feel like we have we have uh, had topics adjacent to it, um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not this particular one. We certainly talk around a lot of topics. I mean, this is true. We do. We do. Uh, Jim, if this is something that we've already talked about, I'm going to need you to tell me. Um, so are you ready for the topic du jour? Yeah. Reboots. Um, yeah, I don't think we've talked about this. I mean, I know we've talked about movies. I know we've talked yeah. about TV shows. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is, like, a particular, like, a more drilled down aspect of those topics. Uh, now, the reason, Jim, that mm-hmm. this topic is on my mind is two things, uh, both of which come from Disney Plus, which you don't have, so you know absolutely nothing about. Um, the I know, first, Barb, I know a lot. Remember when I told you my spies are everywhere? Okay, Jim. Okay. I've got my spies okay, Jim. are everywhere. Okay, okay, Jim. Okay, if you and your spies know what's going on, can you tell me what is the movie and that Disney just re-recently rebooted, as well as the TV series that Disney just re-recently rebooted? Are you huh? talking about um, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers? That's one. What's the movie? Um... If I don't you get know. this, I'm going to be really impressed. I'm already um, really impressed that you got Chippendales. It, uh, Dunstan checks in. Hmm. That would actually be a fairly interesting reboot, because it's about a gorilla. Orangutan? Monkey? Primate of some sort. No, uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh-huh. This is, uh, I believe, the third reboot that they have done. Uh, this one stars uh, Gabriel Union and Zach Braff as the parents in question. Uh, this is um, one of the uh, movie tropes of uh, parents who have too many kids, right? Correct. I believe that's, um, she's got kids, he's got kids, they come together, get married, and then I think they have a couple together. I mean, the, the the paperwork of the creation of the family yeah. you know, with too many kids yeah. uh, is not terribly important. Because anytime you have too many kids, there's conflict between them, uh, which is always part of the storytelling apparatus. Obviously. Um, first and foremost, Jim. Yeah. Congratulations on getting Chippendales. Rescue Rangers. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, But yeah, so those were the two things that I was thinking of when I was thinking about reboots. And then um, on one of my breaks today at work, I was uh, trolling the internet, as I do. As Uh, you do. As I do. You're an internet troll. I am. Very well known. Um, Hide your kids, hide your wife. Uh, I came across an article that was like, these movies are the same, and people don't realize it. And some of them 
some of them were very obvious, like rear window and dysturbia. Like, yeah, they're the same. It's somebody is injured, sitting up, binoculars, looking across the street, sees somebody gets murdered, tries to figure it out. Obviously, duh. The one that struck, that kind of stuck out to me, and I didn't realize it, but it does make sense when you think about it, mm-hmm. is gremlins and transformers. What? Uh-huh. They're, they're, they have the same premise. They have the same plot. No. No, they don't. Really? Really? A young boy befriends supernatural creatures from beyond? <laughs> no. Because there's only one... Uh, positive force for the uh, demonic uh, gremlins. Uh, what's the good w- wicked gizmo? gizmo? Gizmo. Wicked. <laughs> wicked is an Ewok. That's, that's based. That that's <laughs> right. They're basically the same thing, right? Um, and like the reason. That the and I assume we're talking about the Transformers movie, the Michael Bay Transformers movie, obviously starring um, the inimitable Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, um, the reason uh, it, it it it's actually the opposite. The Transformers befriend uh, Sam Witwicky because <laughs> he <I'm-> has. <laughs> Knowledge about where the uh, ice that has frozen Megatron is. So immediately, that is a a major turn uh, from like the the, the befriending angle. Uh, not to not to even talk about the fact that you've got. You know the two warring factions of Transformers I versus mean, you've, got, you've uh, got two warring factions of Gremlins. Not really. You have one Gremlin, one positive Gremlin in Gizmo, and then you have a bunch of evil Gremlins <laughs> against humanity. I'm sorry. Continue. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh huh. Keep going. Um, I, I, I mean, I, what? Nothing, keep going. I'm just, I want to hear more about (laughs) your reasons for why they are similar because they're so, in, in my mind, like the only thing, uh, that makes them related Uh is that the movie starts with, uh, a young boy buying a thing mm-hmm. from a person who's selling them a thing. Okay. And I think their dads are both there. <laughs> um, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, like, and I get that, uh, you're, 
somebody is trying to pull at strings of like, oh, the um, whatever the 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 gremlins are called when they're fuzzy thing, fuzzy cute things, mm-hmm. they quote unquote transform into the uh, the nasty looking gremlins. Mm-hmm. But that's a one way street. It's a one way, one time. Uh, eat food uh, after midnight. Um, transformation situation. You get them wet, they make more. Like none of that applies to giant Cybertronian robots. Um, and certainly has nothing to do with reboots. Uh, no, it doesn't, but it was one of the things that I found interesting. Uh, can I just tell you the, the few sentences um, that, in in this particular person's opinion, defines why they're similar movies? Okay. Okay, you ready? Go. Um, these include oddly similar plot details that include an old man discovering an alien creature lead characters with similar family structures and even each lead character receiving an alien instead of the car he expected. So they're trying to tell us that because the lead character has a mother and a father (laughs) in both of these films. I love how... (laughs) Just upset you are about this. And here's the deal, Jim. I'm not even trying to convince you. This is just literally something that I read on the internet. I mean, um, the fact that you that it has stuck with you long enough to for you to remember it and to think it was valuable enough to repeat it, that worries me. Because <laughs> uh, I see a lot of garbage on the internet. And I forget about it when it's absolute trash and it's worthless and it's uh, 13 sentences that somebody strung together so that they could get paid uh, for writing an article for BuzzFeed and potentially feed their family. Right. Um, So I will say the reason that I, I did remember it is because one of the sets of movies that is compared is Point Break and Fast and the Furious. And the Fast and the Furious makes me think of you now, obviously. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. So yeah, um, that movie, those those movies obviously have a little bit more uh, in common. You've got an undercover cop. You've got uh, a, uh, you've got extreme sports. You've yep. got. Uh, Fallen in love with people affiliated with them. Yeah, you've got your uh, people who are actually criminals, but are secretly not criminals, but are still uh, have hearts of gold. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of similarities, but you like this is the sort of stuff that uh, it was like sophomore English class when they were telling us about um, the story structures and how. You run out of things. You run out of stories to tell. Uh-huh. You know, there's only so many conflicts you can have, Barb. But what was it? It's like man it's versus man. Yeah, it's it's the same tropes that you find consistently within 
all sorts of entertainment, you know. And let me tie this to our topic, Barb. Go for it, Jim. Because they run out of new storylines, because the tropes are so repeating, it is easier to reboot a franchise, to create an additional story from previous material than it is to come up with something new. Because then uh, when you have um, mogwais uh, who are exposed to water and who eat food after midnight and they transform into gremlins, when you have that, uh, it it's not a... Uh, it, it, it doesn't feel like ripping off Gremlins. Instead, it is an homage to the original Gremlins storyline because it's a reboot of the franchise. Dear listeners, I would just like real quickly to let you know, Jim had no idea what my topic was coming in. So the fact that you were able to tie that back into my stupid topic of uh, reboots, Jim, I mean... Hat tip to you, my good sir. I I continue to be impressed. Uh, and this is why we get paid uh, the big bucks, Barb, because we're the best in the biz. We... You make me you make me so mad, Jim. Because <laughs> you're so good at this. And you just make me so mad. I just just need you to know this. If I didn't love you, I would hate you a lot. <laughs> I just need you to know this, okay? Uh, Barb, can we talk yes. about reboots? Let's talk about reboots, Jim. We're 45 minutes into this bad boy. You know, sure, reboots, great, cool, moving on. Um, did, did, no. they, did they ever actually reboot reboot? What's reboot? Uh, reboot was a, um, I think it was 2000s. Um, CGI, like a very heavily computer generated. Was that um, the Connell, or Colin Farrell movie? No, it was. It was a. It was a cartoon. It was a, oh. a weekly cartoon. Um, really? And they were like uh, computery things running around doing computer stuff. Oh, Jim, they one hundred percent rebooted it. I, they wanted to. I knew they wanted to. Uh, but I didn't know yeah. what in what format did they reboot reboot? Um was it a, a Netflix? It was a Netflix. A Netflix reboot. The Guardians. Oh, all right. Oh the excuse me, the Guardian Code, that's what it was. Is that live? Is that on Netflix right now? I could go watch it. Um or is that coming soon? Hold on, I'm 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 doing some I'm doing the Googles because reboot rebooting reboot has been the sort of the pinnacle of of reboot culture that everybody has been waiting for. Oh, okay. Four teenagers are recruited by an AI to help both protect both cyberspace and the real world. Mm-hmm, All right, mm-hmm. 20 episodes. Come on, give me the information. Where can I see this? What can you tell me? Vector, Parker, yeah. 
Yeah. Trey. Yes. Vera. Yes. Enigma. Yes. Sorcerer. With source B S O U R C E Megabyte <gasps> Alpha Sentinel. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. Focus bar. Focus. 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 Barb, this was made in 2013. Not that not the reboot was. The, the reboot was 2018. Okay. The, reboot the original. Was okay. All right. Um where can I watch you though? Since it's from Netflix, so. Yeah, it looks like it looks like just on Should Netflix. You can Netflix. watch it. Two seasons on Netflix. Uh, if it's still there, prob- who knows? But there I'm, we go. I'm going to check right now. Logging in. Um. Uh. What's another? Um. So immediate uh, reboots that come to mind. Um. Uh, Shira, Princess oh. of Power. Yeah, Netflix did a real good job with that. Um, that one was a good one. Um, a RoboCop, um, the movie, uh, was just a straight-up attempt to reboot mm-hmm. uh, the franchise. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Terminator okay, I was ever gonna counts ask. as reboots because it's just... No, I mean... Because, like, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, and, like, they have so many... Yeah. Layers happening. At what point in time does a layer become a reboot? Does a layer become a reboot? Is a reboot a layer? I don't I, know. I you have uh, yeah, so let's let's get into this. What what is a reboot? I'm I, I mean, do you want me to Google it? No, because that's just gonna tell you about computers. <laughs> Barb, in your mind. Yes. What what defines a reboot. Oh gosh. Okay. See, that's a good question. Um, is it a complete, just like, uh, it, I mean, like, is it just like starting the same storyline all mm-hmm. over again? Is it same characters? Hmm. Is oh, what is a reboot? What would I consider a reboot? Um, I don't know. I guess I, I haven't thought that much about it, obviously, as you can tell. Um, let's see. Okay, I think at this point in time, with no foresight or f- thought into it, I I would yeah. say a reboot is a program um that is Redone uh, in a newer time period. Um, Same main characters. Mm -hmm. um, Predominantly same uh, story arcs as well. Okay. Is that it? Or are you going to keep going? I I I think that's it for right now. All right. So while you were talking... Did you Google uh, it? I, I didn't Google it, but I was coming up with my own thoughts. Okay. Tell me what your thoughts are. What's Obviously, a reboot I was, to I was you? listening to you as well, Barbara. I wasn't just tuning you out so that I could think about things. But I mean, I, I always assume you tune me out, so that's fine. Um, my, uh, if I was going to define a reboot, mm-hmm. it is, number one, mm-hmm. um, the 
continuity that is created mm-hmm. does not require mm, doesn't require and almost suggests that you should not have or you don't need any prior knowledge uh about the uh um the the particular property yeah the source the source material the source okay. material and the uh, rebooted uh property shares enough in common with the original property that um someone who does have a passing uh, knowledge of the original properties will be able to make the connection. Okay. Okay. Because, like, if you're going to, um, you know, if, if you're going to take Chippendale's Rescue Rangers and you're going to reboot it, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. When when there's danger, Barb. Continue. Um, if you're going to reboot Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, if you're going to reboot Sonic, if you're going to reboot mm. um, any sort of these properties that they love to reboot right now, you, you're you putting them in, uh, you're, you're taking them out of the original context. And you don't want to have anybody need to know who Dr. Robotnik is. You mm. don't need you don't want anybody to remember um that uh was it Penny? Was Penny the one on Chippendales who invented everything that just had a thousand plungers attached to it? I thought that was um, Kidget. Kidget? That sounds better. Yeah. Like you don't have to re- know that this was a character. Um, Kidget and Sam. Shira, you don't you didn't have to know anything about Hordak or Eternia or Etheria or uh, the stupid uh, little guy who hid in the forest at, at the end of every show would tell you to tell your parents that you love them. Like these are things that you do not need to know and you shouldn't need to know and are, you know, there are enough there that as a person who's watching the Shira reboot, you go, okay, yeah, Shira, cool. Hordak. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Catra. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, these these are like the core sort of things, and that's enough for you. Mm-hmm. And you you can go from there. I I, I love that. I I think that is a great uh, definition of a reboot, Jim. Two thumbs up. Perfect. Perfect score. Hundred percent. Hundred p. That's an, you're you're being hip and cool again, Barb. 100p? You're like a rapper. Here's the deal, Jim. I am friends with, like, the hip kids at work. So Now, now Barb, you just, here's the deal sounds uh, kind of old-fashioned-y, though. <laughs> that sounds here's like something sitch. that our mom would say. Let me give you the breakdown. Yeah. The, the dealio. Oh, uh, no. No? Dilio's not, that's not I, cool. I mean, not anymore. No. Uh, the, <laughs> Hizzy the Dizzy? 
<laughs> oh, uh, you are not Snoop Dogg, sir. <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the cool kids are saying. You're the one who knows the cool kids. If it's not cool to pretend you're Snoop Dogg again, it's going to come back around. I mean, okay, but see, here's the thing. Like, pretending to be Snoop Dogg, I don't think is ever cool because of the level of cool that just Snoop is, period. Like, his best friend is Martha Stewart, Jim. Come on. How much more, like, how much more cool do you need, like, could you get? Martha Stewart's not cool. Why would why does Snoop Dogg get to be cool? Because he's friends with somebody who is the uh, uncoolest person in the world. That should because, be negative cool points. Because that's what makes him cool. No, because that's he negative cool, cool, cool points. <laughs> he gets coolness subtracted <laughs> for being friends with Martha Stewart. Okay, Jim. Now here's here's my question. All of the Batman movies. <laughs> Good segue. Good segue, Barb. Are they reboots? Or just new universes? Okay, so the Batman movies is not interesting. Um, I don't want to discount your ideas here. Oh, but the oh, it bat- sounds like you are because this is an interesting topic. Uh, just not Batman. Batman's not a good example. Spider Man. Okay, Spider Man. Spider Man is the much better example because we uh, went through three different Spider Men, and each time uh, you got. The same origin story, or some portions of the same origin story told. Yeah. Te- technically four, I guess, if you count uh, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so we've had all of these Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. And uh, spoilers, if you haven't watched the most recent Spider-Man movie... Uh, this is this is officially. Uh, if if you haven't watched it, you should go watch it or hit pause. Uh, this is the time to do that. Continue, Jim. Uh, but also, if you uh, exist, you've seen the commercials for the DVD release, so it's been spoiled for you. Um, but all of the previous Spider Men and Spider Man villains uh, are. It sort of smushed into this final movie. So while individually, prior to this movie existing, you could say that each of these was a reboot and was a retelling of the same stories with different actors. Mm-hmm. Now they are conjoined. They are... Uh, attached at the hip, they they exist in the same universe. I mean, is They're it just... the same universe or is it the same multiverse? Sure, it's a multiverse. Whatever. That galaxy, you a galaxy super is black hole. I don't, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they uh, quick deviation. 
Yes, Andrew Garfield can still get it. He is quality. Continue. Andrew Garfield can still get it. Yep. Whatever that means, he can get it. He can get. He can get Chinese food. He can get it. I would not kick him out of bed if he ate Chinese food in it with me. Just yep. Okay, sorry. Go on. Um. But yes, this is. That's that. I was basically done. Oh, um, okay. It's an it's an interesting thing because yeah, do they count as reboots? If they are actually connected to each other later. So, uh, same vein. Yeah. Well, no, they are still connected to each other later. Um, the. Well, tell me now, what were you going to say? <laughs> um, the Jurassic Park movies. Oh, Jurassic Park movies aren't reboots. Right. They're all, they've always been connected. They've always yeah. been uh, spinning off of each other. I well, and that's was... why I said, I was like, no, they're still, they're still all connected. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, oh gosh. Something else came to me. What was it? Ooh, the King Kong movies. Um, there has, um, there has been reboots. I don't know enough about all of the historical King Kong movies. Mm-hmm. Um, same as with Godzilla. Like, obviously, yeah. there have been reboots. That was going to be my next question. Um, there have been uh, sort of reworking the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the bulk of the stuff, like up until uh, probably the 90s, um, I, I don't, I think almost all the Japanese stuff has just been a continuation. I don't know if the Japanese Godzilla has ever been rebooted. Um, certainly the American uh, Godzilla, we had the um, Broderick. Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Mm-hmm. That weirdo Godzilla. That was mm-hmm. like obviously a complete reboot. Uh, um, and then we had... Uh, I think there was another Godzilla reboot in there, which is maybe just sort of a actually uh, the Japanese Godzilla coming back to American audiences. Um, and then we had sort of the most recent, um, like proper um, Godzilla and King Kong reboots, mm-hmm. uh, where they are now in a, a shared universe. Yes. Within the world, w- within. The Earth's surface. Yeah. Okay. What other reboots would you like to talk about, Jim? Um, Battlestar Galactica. I mean, that is a good example of a reboot, in my uh, opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Jim. Yes. No, those aren't reboots because those are still just continuations. Here's here's a here's a tricky one for you, Barb. Okay. Cowboy Bebop. Ooh. Cause you take the anime. Mm-hmm. You make an live action version of it. But you don't fundamentally change really anything. 
um, other than uh, the production. I mean, there's a little bit of like order of operation things that change. Yeah, but, but funda- fundamentally, right. uh, you're same characters, same story, same settings. Yeah. Um, does that count as a reboot? I I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Because if reboot can reboot from an animated to live action, then I see no reason why Cowboy Bebop can't do the same. Yeah, but I don't think the reboot of the Guardian Code is telling the exact same story uh, that the original reboot reboot told. Okay. Whereas, yeah, you can, you can look at the um, Cowboy Bebop and it sometimes frame for frame, shot mm-hmm. for shot. Yeah. Uh, is a direct homage of, it's not even homage at that point. It's a, it, it is a legit copy. Yeah. I a mean... Re, a reframing, yes. if you will. I See, I still think it qualifies as a reboot um, based upon your qualifications of people coming into it don't need to have, you know, a high level of mm-hmm, knowledge mm-hmm. in order to understand and enjoy what's going on. Yeah. Um. I think just the fact that it went from anime to live action is, you know, I mean, I feel like that would be the same thing of, you know, a a comic book mm-hmm. go being translated into a, a film. But you wouldn't call that a reboot. You you that's a translation. That's an adaption when you're uh, changing media. When you're going from TV show to TV show. Okay. Now here's another question then for you, Jim. Yeah. How I met your mother versus how I met your father. Here's a question for you, Barb. Do you Happy think days that... versus Mark and Mindy. <laughs> Joni met Chachi. Joni, met... Joni loves Chachi. I don't. I have seen uh, a couple episodes of how I met your mother and I do not. Uh, have any context into a spinoff that was creative or a reboot or whatever. Um, I mean, as soon as I said it, I was like, Barb, he doesn't, he hasn't even seen the good place. He's not going to have watched that. I so I haven't watched that. I should have known better. I'm sorry. <sighs> so what, uh, why does that come into the conversation as a potential reboot? Um, my understanding is that uh, television um, in these sorts of situations uh, generally are always, always spin-offs. And that way you can have uh, dorky cameos. Uh, you can have characters who uh, were on uh, one show, appear in another show, and you get a little, uh, you know, the super fans get a little excited. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I was 
just using it as a a little bit of like apples and apples. If if you're saying that Cowboy Bebop going from an anime to a live action is not a reboot, what would it be then? And would that word be able to apply to mm. the shows like How I Met Your Father, How I Met Your Mother? So I think I think those are spin-offs. Okay. Would you consider the Cowboy Bebop live a spin-off? No, because again it is a it is entirely a retelling of the original story. So would you say it's a reboot then? That's that's what I'm that's that's the crux of the issue. Because it's almost like it was not ever even like rebooted, where it was just kind of like you took the same thing and you like coated it in a different paint. I mean, for starters, why? Oh, oh sorry. Uh, why mess with a good thing, Jim? Because you want money. Precisely. I mean, you know, we live in a capitalistic society. But, but that we aside, can't get into the motives. <laughs> I, uh, like I said, reboots. that aside, because that's going to be a four and a half hour long podcast that nobody wants to listen to us drone on about. But wouldn't it be considered a reboot because it is allowing a new generation access to the same source material? Interesting. Is it more accessible? Are are people more interested? Is that fan base? I don't know. Are are, are those sorts? Is the is the audience? Is the intended audience? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get I I get generally where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But like. The original Cowboy Bebop is a Japanese animated series. Right. Um, dubbed very nicely. Very, They did a great job of dubbing it. Very well. Uh, so anybody can go and, and watch it on the Netflix, and they don't have to read subtitles. Um, but are there people who are turned off uh, by the older animation style and uh, may be able to uh, appreciate the stories with a little bit more uh, live action flashbang pow i i don't know jim that's that's up to you to decide well let's agree to disagree barb because uh it's time to get to our mailbag. But I was going to ask you about Sailor Moon. Uh, which ones? Exactly. Are there any reboots within the Sailor Sailor World, Sailor World, Sailor Moon World, or is it all just a continuation? Um, I. So this this is a little bit interesting as well. Um, F- FYI, for those of you that didn't know, uh. The reason I'm specifically bringing up Sailor Moon is because uh, at one point in time, I considered Jim an expert in all things Sailor Moon related. Fair Um, enough. Um, So, 
obviously it was originally a manga. Um, they made the anime. Um, the live stage show. Um, and then they did uh, do another anime that more closely followed the manga. So, would you, like, it, it's, I guess it's technic, it's technically a reboot, but it's also just another retranslation. Just another little nugget for you to think about further. Yeah. But you were talking about uh, getting to what, Jim? The mailbag. Mailbag, 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 mailbag. You hear that, Jim? My neighbor is playing music in the background. No, that silence. Do do you hear that? Yes. That's that's what happens when you look inside the mailbag. There is nothing there. Well, if anybody wanted to write in, Barb, and fill our mailbag. I would hope that they would fill our mailbag, Or Jim. they might call. Maybe oh. there's a phone number. Maybe there's an email address. I mean... Is there a Twitter? Is there a hashtag? Is there a, a mastodon.social? Uh, I'm sorry, a mastodon? How would people get in contact with us? Uh, I was, I still want to, uh, I would still like information about a mastodon. Barb, I already had to explain Grimace from Minnesota to you. I don't have time to explain the whole world to you every... Fine. All right. So if people wanted to email us, they can email us. It's very easy. It's Jim and Barb work from home at gmail.com. 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 We've got a Facebook page. If you want to go hang out on there, interact mm-hmm. with us. That is literally also called Jim and Barb Work From Home. You can send us messages. Yeah. Facebook messages. If you want to call and leave a message Ooh, or you a want voicemail. to send a text message. Uh, text messages. That's futuristic. Very futuristic. No other podcasts do this, Jim. We are the only game in town that allows people to call in and listen to themselves get played on the podcast. Well, no, I know other podcasts that do that, but I don't know of any podcast that just let people send them random texts and uh, they will read uh, random texts from anonymous numbers. That that is something I that nobody else has the chutzpah to make those kind of executive decisions. Well, that is just the kind of chutzpah that we have, Jim. And that phone number, if you wanted to do any of those things, is 402-913-0054. And before Jim says it, I'm going to tell you, it'll also be in the show notes. Yes. Yes, it's in the show notes. Plateau. 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 Don't put out like my sister. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) You know, Jim, we didn't even talk about um, the purchase that we made. I guess that's going to have to be some other time. Yes. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, Jim. 
I've missed this time with you. I've I've enjoyed my time with you as well. Oh, okay. Don't put out like my sister. <sighs> Don't put out like <laughs> <laughs> He's Jim. She's Barb. Bye. Bye. Bye.